Welcome to a podcast from St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in McKeesport, PA, the friendly church in the heart of town since 1885. We're located at the corner of Walnut Street and 8th Avenue in downtown McKeesport. We invite you to join us this Sunday for worship at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. For more information, visit us at stephensmckeesport.com or find us on Facebook. Our celebrant today is the Reverend David Kinsey, and our guest organist is Carolyn Slaw. Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to John. The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him, he said to him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. And Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? And Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. And Jesus answered, Do you believe me because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. people speak. You know, most of the time we say hello and, and we really, how are you? And it's kind of like just something we say, but if you ever listen to people when they speak, it's kind of discouraging because it's also negative. 
We don't like the weather, we don't like the cold, we don't like the warm. We talk about everything that affects our particular life. And it's funny that Scripture is the same way. I love the comment, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of McKee's port? In the book of Numbers, Moses, his goal in life was to lead the people to the promised land, to release the people from captivity. And what a chore it was for him to do that. The interesting thing about that scenario is Moses never saw the promised land. He was simply the conduit by which he brought the people from slavery into freedom. And what did the people do? The Israelites murmured, we remember the fish we used to eat in Egypt for nothing, but now our strength is dried up, and there's nothing at all but this manna to look at. They complained not for a week, but for 40 years. So the, the, the difficult task that I have faced in life is to try to, people, try to get people with a tremendously positive attitude. I teach that in one of my courses in Tampa, Florida. You've got two choices. You can have a good attitude or you can have a bad attitude. And if you have a bad attitude, if you're standing by yourself and notice that nobody's around you, it's because they don't want to be around you. If you have a good attitude, people will swarm around you hoping that some of that goodness will rub off on me. One of my favorite messages that I teach to young people Little children, and I love little children. Children will tell you the truth all day long, whether you like it or not. And I was at this one church up in, up in Nemecol, and as a matter of fact, Joe Hardy, that's the first time I met Joe Hardy, uh, who's a member of this Presbyterian church, and I was asked to, to, to speak there. And so I brought the children up, and I sat on the, the, uh, the floor there, and there was probably 14 or 15 of these children sitting around me. And I wanted to try to teach them something about giving and receiving. And so I was talking about how great it is to give. And in order to teach them that, I said, we're going to do something really special today. I'm going to have each of you come up and take from this basket a Hershey kiss. And they jumped up and they each got a Hershey kiss and they sat back down and I said, now hold it in your hand and look at that kiss. Wouldn't you just love to open that up and eat that candy right now? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't. What I would like you to do is I want you to take that kiss that you want so badly and get up and go down through the church, find somebody that you just love so much that you're going to give them something that you want, but you're going to give it to them because you love them. And when you give them that, this is what you want to say. God loves you and so do I. Well, the children, they just jumped up and they started running down the aisle and guess who got the candy? The mother. The fathers weren't even in the picture. 
And that's not unusual. The, the, a, a child will always go to the mother or the grandmother if she happens to be the guardian. And so they took this candy and they, they, had, they came back with all smiles and they came and sat back down again. And I said, didn't that feel good? You know, God is up in heaven looking at you right now and so proud of you. He must have a smile as wide as the earth. Now, we're going to do this one more time. I want you all to come up and get a piece of candy. So they all came up and got a piece of candy. I want you to hold it in your hand. Wouldn't you just love to open that up? That's called temptation. Yeah. The funny part about that first part, when I asked these kids who they gave their candy to, this little boy said, I gave it to my mom. I'm her favorite. I said, really? I'm the only kid she got. <laughs> so they had this second chance, and they had this piece of candy in their hand. And I said, okay, it would be so neat to just to feel that chocolate in your mouth. But I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. I want you to get up this time and go down the church and find somebody you do not know and hand them this candy and say, God loves you and so do I. Well, they didn't jump up as fast this time because they had to go down through this church and find somebody they really didn't know and hand them this candy and say, God loves you and so do I. And so they walk very carefully and very cautiously looking at the people in the aisle and they kind of almost with great fear and intrepidation handed them this candy. God loves you. Bye-bye. And they came back up and sat down and I said, oh, if you think God was smiling before, he is really rollicking with laughter and joy because you gave something to somebody you don't even know. It's kind of like many of you have the gift of giving. And when you give to the Salvation Army, when you feed somebody, when you take food to some place that's distributed somewhere, you're feeding somebody that you don't even know. And what a wonderful feeling to give something to someone that doesn't even know you. So I said, now how do you feel? And so we talked about how they feel. I said, okay, thank you very much. I want you to go to your class now. This one little boy got up and he's talking to his buddy. I had it in my hand. I had it in my hand. I gave it away. The interesting thing about that story is the Sunday school teachers knew what I was going to do. And so the Sunday school teachers, as soon as the children got settled in their classroom, they said to the Sunday school classroom, what did you learn in church today? Well, we had this candy that we didn't get any of it. You know, they were, they were kind of dis despondent that, 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 that something that they had in their hand, they had to give away. And I said to them before they left, at some point in your life, because of your goodness to someone you did know and someone you did not know, God will reward you. 
He does it all the time. You cannot give all the stuff you have away because it just keeps coming back. Scripture tells you about that in a million places in the Bible. You can't give your stuff away without it coming back at some point. And so the teacher said, you know, at some point, you're going to be rewarded. Well, you can imagine what's going through a child's head. Yeah, I'm going to be rewarded. I don't know what rewarded means. At the end of the class session, the teacher said, do you remember what Father said about receiving in multitudes over and over, ten times? Yeah. I want all of you to come up and take this little blue bag. They all get up and took a little blue bag, opened it up real nice, and they uncovered a great big basket of Hershey Kisses. And say so you can take two handfuls and put them in your bag and take them home because you were so diligent in giving away something that you wanted so badly. We have a tendency, we have a tendency to not give as much as we can. We have a tendency to say, I, and I've heard this from so many of you, I can remember the day when this church was filled with people. I can remember such and such about this church. I can remember such and such about this community, about my life. You have the opportunity to be a Moses. To take not only this church, the church family, but this community to, to a higher level of excellence. You may be able to fill this church again, but it has to depend on you. It all depends on what you want to give. You know, I, I'm a maverick when it comes to the church, when it comes to stewardship programs. And I know I've told you this before, whenever I get up and say I don't believe in stewardship, with regard to the way you sign pledges and all, the treasure always falls over in a pew because he's thinking, oh my God, how am I going to pay the bills? I'm not going to sign a piece of paper. And I told you before, God can do whatever he wants without your money. He doesn't need your money. What God wants is your heart. And if he has your heart, your giving will be tenfold because it won't be a matter of, well, I think I'll put a dollar in the Salvation Army collection plate. I think I'll give two dollars to St. Jude. No, no, you give your heart. And it's not a money issue anymore. It's your heart that Jesus Christ is looking for. And I pray that you may leave this place today saying, I have a renewed interest. I have a renewed commitment in Jesus Christ. I'm going to give, not till it hurts. I'm going to give till it feels good. After you receive communion, I promised you a kiss for me. As you're going out either of the transepts, there's a big plate of Hershey kisses over there. There's a plate of Hershey kisses over there. You go home and you tell your neighbors, I got a kiss from my priest. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of this day. 
We thank you for the gift of giving, not only to those that we know, but most especially to those known only to you. Capture our heart and make us givers to the glory of God. Amen. Stephen's Episcopal Church in McKeesport, PA. Our celebrant today was the Reverend David Kinsey, and our guest organist was Carolyn Slaw. We invite you to join us this Sunday for worship at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. For more information, visit us at stephensmckeesport.com or find us on Facebook. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.